Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y-Smith. Now today, I am going to be covering a new root that the enemy can continue to plant into you if you listen to his voice instead of God's voice. And that new root is called the root of yielding. So let's go ahead and define it. Yielding means to surrender or relinquish to the physical control of another. It also means to give up. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from Romans chapter 6 verse 13. And I'm going to share this from the Amplified Version. And it says, Do not continue offering or yielding your bodily members and faculties to sin as instruments or tools of wickedness. But offer and yield yourselves to God as though you have been raised from the dead to perpetual life and your bodily members and faculties to God presenting them as implements of righteousness. And again, that's Romans chapter 6, verse 13 from the Amplified Version. Now, when the enemy is developing this root into you, you have given him more control of your life, and you continue to listen to what he is telling you to do. Although you know you should change your eating habits as shared yesterday, you not only can't break the habit, but you just don't seem to want to break the habit. You have allowed it to become such a routine in your life that in its growth, it becomes the norm. Granted, he will also keep reminding you of how easy it is to give in to your fleshly desires. And as you are continuing to give into them, he will leave you alone because you are doing what he wants you to do. He doesn't have to keep tempting you if you're going to give in to them, especially because he believes that you're doing all the things that he has guided you to do. But if at any point he believes that you are going to stop, then he will keep trying to convince you more and more and more, and it will become even harder to break the habit. But you have to. You must break this habit that he is trying to build inside of you. Yielding to him is not the answer, nor will it ever be the route to take. You have to trust that God is with you and that he has your back. As time goes on, you may have the urge to waver back and forth because the memory of your desires continue to flare up, causing you to want to go back to the way you were eating, whether that was overeating or undereating. However, you must be able to just say no to it. I know it is not easy, and sometimes the flesh is just screaming out to you to give into it but you have to find a way to not do it. Think about it. You have been down this path before. You know what the eating is like, and you had decided not to let it get the best of you. You have to keep telling yourself the same thing when he is trying to attack you. 
if the enemy is constantly trying to come at you, at some point you have to ask yourself, why is he wanting you to give into it so much? Also, make a decision for yourself to do better. Sometimes when you can see the problem, you make a decision that you have had enough of it. That in itself becomes the first step in recovering from it. So now let's go ahead and look at an example in the Bible of this type of mindset being demonstrated. So I'm going to be sharing with you from Luke chapter 15 verses 11 through 24. And it says, to illustrate the point further, Jesus told them this story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now, instead of waiting until you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and took a trip to a distant land. And there he wasted all his money on wild living. About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land, and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him to feed his pigs. The boy became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, at home, even the hired men have food enough to spare, and here I am dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired man. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long distance away, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to the servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house to put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet, and kill the calf we have been fattening in the pen. We must celebrate with a feast, for the son of mine was dead and has now returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began. Now, as you can see in the scriptures, the prodigal son had to do some yielding or surrendering within himself, as well as with his father. After getting his share of the inheritance, and then not handling it the way that he should have, he realized after the fact that he was not wise in how he chose to spend it. He wasted and spent all of it. As time went on, he started to get so hungry that he had stooped so low and was eating the same thing that the pigs were eating. When he came to himself, it was at that point that he made the decision to return to his father and surrender and yield to him. Of course, as any loving father would do, he received him with open arms and was ready to throw a party for him because of his return. Now let me ask you, 
have you ever gotten to a point that you wanted things immediately? And when you had received them, you didn't manage or handle them the way that things should have been handled. What happened to you as a result of your decision? What situations took place for you to come to yourself so that you could go in a different and better direction? Are you able to make better decisions now? Or do you think that you are still making the same decisions that you made in the past? If so, what will it take for you to change your path and do things the way that God would want you to do them? Now, Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21 says, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Let me read that again. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. And again, that's Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21. Now, as you can see from the scripture, regardless of the plans that each of us make, our plans will not last, but the plans or purpose of the Lord will stand. Keep in mind that giving up is not bad as long as you give up for the right reasons and surrender to the right person. If you are experiencing negative circumstances, you have to remain in prayer to make sure that you are doing the things according to God's will. Even if God seems silent, please continue to keep communicating to him. He still hears every prayer and he will answer them according to his will. Now, I know that it might not seem like it, especially when you feel that you need God to come now and not down the road. When things get too much to handle, please continue to seek out God and wait on him. Now, Psalm 37 verse 7 says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. I know it can get hard to wait on him, but you still need to do so. Also, he doesn't want to always be the last result when things are happening or coming in your direction. But by going to him, you are showing that you do have the wisdom to lean on him and to be guided by him. Understand that God may allow things to happen in your life so that you can grow and develop and be strengthened by him. But please just don't get discouraged if that is what is happening to you. Yes, you may not like it, but hopefully and prayerfully, you will give God a fair chance and put the work in with him. Your selfish nature has a tendency to stay in certain situations for a long time, especially if the flesh is being satisfied. Then, when things fall apart, you want immediate relief because you don't want to feel any pain from a situation. I get it. Trust me, I do. Because none of us wants to feel any type of suffering. But that is exactly what can happen if we are not careful. The enemy will always present a false narrative. And if you keep yielding to him, you will eventually fall privy to his plan of destruction. Please allow yourself to be guided by the voice of the Holy Spirit. When you are spending time with him and learning his voice, you will have the clarity that you need and you will be on the path that he wants you to be on. 
Now, John 10 verse 27 says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. You have to trust his voice to follow his voice, which requires you to spend time with him. Trusting in him, seeking him, and depending on him will always be the guidance that you should take because it keeps you God-centered instead of self-centered. A person may have a hard time with surrendering to God because you feel that you are giving up maybe your power and in essence, you are. The generation has become so consumed with having power and the right to do this and, and the right to do that that in relinquishing and yielding that power over to God seems challenging to do. Now, people are okay in doing it with certain things, but to say that you are going to die to self daily so that you can follow God becomes too much of a request or even a task to ask for with some people. Yes, it may seem like it, but Jesus died a horrific death on the cross to save the sins of all mankind. When you put that comparison against it, the things that you are surrendering to are so minimal that they can't even compare to what Jesus has done for each of us. God wants you to grow with him and to live the life of abundance that he has for you. In doing so, you must have the trust and the faith in him to keep pushing and you also have to study his word so that you know what he is actually saying to you now romans chapter 10 verse 17 says so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god as long as you keep surrendering to him and having the faith in him things will be fine However, if you decide to follow your own path, you will play right into the enemy's hands. And as a result, the enemy will lead you into developing that last root with the seed of hunger, which is called the root of disease. So tomorrow I'm going to cover this new root. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at destruction.com. That's destruction.com.